What's up, y'all? Respect the chat podcast. Back on, back in the building. Rich is here. What's going on, everyone? Frankie's here. Hey, what's up? And your boy Mike is on the mic. And uh, episode 25, a lot of great 25s, but none that really stand out, though. You know, like LaShawn McCoy is a 25. I love LaShawn McCoy. Great player. Ben Simmons, 25. Barry Bonds, 25. Barry Bonds is a good one. Yeah. Allen Houston, 25. Gleyber Torres, 25. I can't think of any 25s. Yeah, the 25 episode, man. Gotta love it. I'm gonna go with the LaShawn McCoy episode, because that's my boy. That's a quarter century. That is a quarter century. That is 10 years younger than what I am. (laughs) Being the eldest of the podcast crew. And unless Ant is filling in and Ant's a little older, but shout out to Ant. That's how we want to give him his shout out as the oldest member. Oldest active member. <laughs> shout out Ant, man. Um, long week, long week for your boy at least. Uh, back to be on, on the mic, um, back to be in the building, back to talk about sports. Um, great game last night. Absolutely great game last night. That looked Th- like a Madden game. Oh, those are the games I want to watch. Those are the that games I wish to watch. Uh, watch with you guys. The, the, the scoring like crazy. There's so many fantasy guys going. Like that was great. Yeah, I mean, I hear what you're saying, but there was just zero defense. Yeah, it's great. Who cares? You don't gotta see defense all the time. Because then it's like, Did oh, you- that game was boring. You know, I'd rather see like a ton of. A ton of offense. Did then. you guys see the the comparisons to the 01 Rams when the greatest show on turf? Do you see any of those stats floating no, around? No. I yeah. have a few of them that will that I'll share later on in the episode. Okay. I was just one of you guys noticed that. That's, I, a, that's well, a screenshot, Shawty. Yeah, yeah. Screen, that's I it. A ton of those on my phone. Let's um let's get into the game picks um right right away for these upcoming games. Who we think is going to win? I know I got a couple records that ain't looking good, and then we'll get back into that game. So I want to talk about that game a little bit. I got a couple questions for you guys about how that looked. So Rich, you got your picks for these upcoming games? Yes, I do. All right, we got. I, I actually have ants too. Nice. Ants couldn't make it. Uh, okay. He, he texted me over his picks. Okay. But uh, we're actually me and him are both very similar with our picks. All right. Uh, I have the Eagles over the Titans. Okay. I have the Texans over the Colts. Okay. And I have the Seahawks over the Cardinals. Nice. And it has the Eagles over the Titans, the Lions over the Cowboys, mm-hmm. and then the Texans over the Colts. So we pretty much have two of the same games besides the Lions. I went with the Seahawks. Yeah, it's a tough game. The Lions-Cowboys game is two teams who don't know what the heck you're going to do. Yeah, the li- the Cowboys are, are giving three because yeah, they're at home yeah, you against the Lions. Game, but In my opinion. Um, so these these games, we want to make sure that we're telling the people also, these are games with the spreads as yes. well, right? So these are not just pick them games because my record maybe will be a little bit better than what it is. But it's it's not, and that's it is what it is. And Frank, what you got? Who are you picking? You okay. got your picks? Yeah, can I? Can you point out this direction yeah, over here? Yeah, go right here. I got the Bills over the Packers. Nice. They're getting nine and a half. Wow. Here we go. Last week. I uh, don't think they're going to win, but I think they'll cover. Oof. I got the Bears over the Bucks. The Bears are giving three. Okay. I feel like uh, a strong defense is the way that you stop the Bucks right now. And two two strong defenses, though, right? You thinking that's it? I think the Bucks defense is also good. Yeah, I think the Bears defense is better. Okay. And I, I think they could get a lot of pressure on Fitzpatrick, and mm. also with the looming quarterback decision, it, right. it'll be interesting to see what happens over there. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And I got the Browns over the Raiders, getting two and a half. Wow. Wow. 
Very you already know how I feel about the Browns. <laughs> okay. Loving the Browns. Loving the Browns. I'm going to go. I want to stay away from this game, but I'm going to make a crazy weird pick here. I'm going to have the Chiefs over the Broncos. That's a good one. Yeah, the Chiefs getting four and a half. I just no, like they're giving four and a half. It, it, this is plus four and a half is next to the Bucks. To the Broncos. Broncos. So they're getting four and a half. Yeah, the Chiefs are getting four and a half. No, the Broncos <laughs> are getting four and a half. Okay, I'll take the Chiefs. The Chiefs beating the Broncos, he spreads is stupid. Listen, listen, listen to me, Mike. Yo, let me just tell you also something. If, you, if I happen to look up at that light, I can no longer see in front of me for like 20 to 30 seconds, and I got to readjust my eyes. Because... <laughs> We need more light in here okay, for my okay. video. No, no, I, okay. I'm, I got no problem. And you're with not that. supposed to stare in, I ne- into the lens anyway. Right. So just right. avert your eyes. Right. I don't necessarily mean to do it. I just happen to look up instead of my neck being He's down. Plus, plus, it's damn near eleven o'clock at night, Ooh. and if I shut Wait. that light off, Rich oh, is going right to sleep. Oh yeah. Hold on a second. Well, this is prime time. This is prime time to record. Everything is happening or happened. Here we go. I got the Chiefs. Giving four and a half. That's no problem. Okay, whatsoever. We got that. Uh, my other game I wanted to pick was the Patriots over the Dolphins, right? Yes, pa- Patriots pa- are giving six and a half to the Dolphins. Yep, I'll Undefeated take Dolphins. Yes. 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 And I'm also going to go with the Browns over the Raiders. Wow. Okay. My other pick. I love the Browns. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah, I love the Browns. I love Baker Mayfield. I love what they're going to do. I think they're going to get it in against the Raiders. I think the Raiders are kind of falling and uh, can't get up type type move. There. They need help. They don't know what the, they don't know what's you going don't, on. You, you don't think that the Raiders game planning against Baker Mayfield all week is going to have any effect? Like last yeah. week when Baker came in in the second half, the Jets, uh, Jamal Adams basically said, that was his name, right? The safety? Jamal yeah, Adams? yeah, yeah. Always butchers people's names. He said, like, they, they didn't have a game plan for Baker, so they didn't really know what How to do. How much different is it? But it, Listen, it, it, it's different. It's different. When, I, when a I team, when a team goes all week practicing and, and planning for, for a certain quarterback and then another guy comes in, it, it is a different. I've I really been thinking a lot about this this week. Maybe maybe a little bit too much on like what it takes to be a good young quarterback nowadays. You Let's know, go. yeah. And I think the most important thing, the most, the most, the thing that they need to have nowadays mm-hmm. is a strong arm. You need to be able to throw the football ninety nine miles an hour at the wide receiver, and Baker Mayfield has that. He could fit it in those narrow windows, and that's what's going to make him successful. It's not going to be his scrambling. It's not going to be any of that stuff. It's going to be how fast they could throw the football. And I think if you look at a lot of the rookies or second-year quarterbacks that are doing good right now, like Patrick Mahomes too, Mm -hmm. they have that that rocket ball. And I think that that's what's going to allow him to be successful this year. I agree with you. And I also, uh, Jamal Adams, I mean, even if they would have prepared for him, I I still think the the Browns had the Jets number that game. Baker came in wet in, in the second quarter. Is that what he, first quarter? What he came in? What, what quarter did he come in? Second quarter. Second quarter. So whatever it is, Jamal, Jamal Adams, I love you, man, but it sounds like an excuse to me. The, no one was stopping Baker that night. He looked unbelievable, man. He could throw the ball beautifully they were they were, the receivers were getting open the routes looked crispy the offense looked nice it was just a nice wrinkle to have baker in there they, i think it gave a whole new aspect to the browns it gave them a jolt that they really needed 
and I like them also going forward with the Raiders preparing for he's, them. He's not he's not as conservative like you said, Rich. He, he's he's willing to take chances. Oh, I yeah. think, and yeah. that's what that yeah. offense needs. They have so many weapons. Somebody needs to just cut them loose. You know, yep. Yep. Here's I think thing, that's though. what he's doing. In, in a way, I do believe Jamal Adams because if you watch that game, mm-hmm. they were running like a basic defense. They they weren't really doing much on a defense end because they didn't really know what to expect from Baker. So that that I I believe him that they weren't prepared for Baker. I don't know, but they look tired to me. The the yes. Brown the Browns were, ru- were were no huddle. They were running to the line. They were the plays were coming in fast. Baker was slinging it fast. He was running with the ball. He was. He, the, the receivers were catching everything, man. Callaway is crispy. Higgins looks good. Landry had a great game. Hyde was running the ball. The offensive line was getting off the ball. The Browns were just dominating. The Browns were dominating. Sometimes guys just have to say, listen, we got beat. Not that we didn't play. You know, we, we didn't have the game plan for the, them. The defense is nothing to, to hang your head about either. That no, defense no. Over that, in Cleveland is good. Defense that, is good. That man. defense is really good. They're on the up and up, man. Me and Frankie had, I believe, and I think Rich did too. Had the Browns beaten the Raiders, right? When we talked about this last week about how well, what we would think they would oh, do, the, they would the run next off like five games, right? Yeah. yeah. So, and um, I believe that was one of the games we had them winning. So I'm gonna go with the Browns, man. I'm hopefully gonna make, get a couple wins this week. Maybe get you know off the pine a little bit with you, my one my one a, win. Yeah, man. And you're, uh, we'll you're, see how it goes here, man. You, you and Ant are both one and eight. Nice. And me nice. and Frank are uh, four and five. Yeah, not the yeah. best record. No, no, but definitely not we'll the get best there. records. And we're not picking a lot of games either, you know. So yeah, we're only doing three a week. Right. So. It's not like um, you know we're picking against each other straight up and stuff like that. But let's get back to the game last night really quick. Everyone is giving Kirk Cousins. Um, not everyone, but a lot of analysts are giving Kirk Cousins the business, saying, "Listen, the Vikings had everything going for them. They they plugged in Kirk Cousins, and now I believe they're what one in three. Is that what they are right now? No, they have a tie, so they're one one two and one. <laughs> yes. Okay, so they're one two and one. Whatever they really one got and a three. loss. Right. So so the thing is they got one win in four games, which isn't great, but everyone's ready to throw in the towel on Kirk Oh, Kirk Cousins came here, gave all this money, it's a bust. Da 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 da. Listen. This guy's I wanna performing, get, oh, man. Oh, right. Okay. So that's what I want to do. I want to get you guys op- opinion first on Kirk Cousins. How's Kirk Cousins been playing to your to your eye what you're seeing? The Buffalo game? I, I I would say that was I just think the whole Vikings team during that game just right. looked completely horrible. Okay. But besides that, when they played the Packers, he looked great. Mm-hmm. And last night he went thirty six of fifty and threw for four hundred and twenty two yards with here's, three touchdowns. Here's the problem: we want to know the problem why the Vikings are losing. Fifty. They're they're completely one dimensional. There's no run game, and you can't win games like that. Well, mm-hmm. I think I think Cooks not a hundred percent yet. He only had ten carries last night. I think for twenty yards. So yeah, he was on a pitch count is what yeah. they said. And and I agree. No run game hurts a little bit. But with that being said, I think it's for me the other 50 part of that is that the defense is obsolete. The defense hasn't looked great no. at all. And to me the offense is doing what they're supposed to do. Thielen, Diggs, Kirk Cousins, 
He's throwing for 1,387 yards, 10 touchdowns, and only two picks yeah. through four games. He's doing the good. The guy is, is 103 passer rating. They Come rushed on, the ball 17 times last night. That's what I'm saying. They, they just, like Frankie said, they don't they haven't established the run game yet. It will only help them in keeping that defense maybe off the field more because maybe what their problem is, if there's any, which is not a problem, but sometimes tends to be is that they score too quickly, and then the defense is back on the field. But Kirk Cousins, man respect to Kirk Cousins, man. I This guy is great. I wasn't sure what he was doing in, in Washington for too long because I just wasn't tuning in too much, but he is phenomenal, man. He He's a great quarterback, absolutely great. I'm a big fan of Kirk Cousins. And even in the Buffalo game, 296 yards, a touchdown and a pick. Not a terrible Not game. A, no. Not a terrible game. So, listen, the analyst, it doesn't all fall on Kirk, Kirk Cousins. It falls on the whole team. Is he a part of the team? Yeah, but he's a guy that's doing his thing. Diggs is doing his thing. Thielen's doing his thing. Rudolph is. Cook isn't the, healthy yet. He just isn't. The first thing that everyone's going to look at, though, and point the finger at is going to be Kirk Cousins. Yeah, but when is that going to stop? I when know. are people going to – then people who got – you know, who we're, we're not even getting paid. And we could see that, listen, it's not just – why is that all they talk about, Frank? Why is all they say, these, these guys that get paid, oh, it's the quarterback. It's the quarterback. Well, is it? Well, to me, it's just a lazy thing to do. Okay. You you could just look into that team and say, what's the one thing that changed? Oh, the quarterback. It must be the quarterback. Without mm. without really looking into the numbers and the stats. Right. You know, I think it's it's the lazy thing to say. The defense, there hasn't really been much change from last year, but that doesn't mean that they're going to play the same, and they haven't played the same. Right. They haven't played up to, to their potential. Yeah, they still have the superstars over there, but they're not playing up to their potential. I mean, you've seen the game. Mm-hmm. The Rams ran all over them. Yeah. They ran, they threw, they did everything. They couldn't stop. They couldn't stop. They couldn't get pressure. They can't do anything right now, and that's going to hurt your team. You need defense in order to win football games. Oh, it's just true. it's just simple. Ain't that true, Rich? Here's what I want to ask you. They said, which I couldn't believe last night. Cooper Cup and Todd Gurley come on after to talk to the the guys, the Thursday night crew, and and it was so true. And Cooper Cup said the reason why he thinks they're so successful in the passing game is because all three of the receivers, Cooks, Cup, and Woods, they could all play every single position. Everyone, Each guy could play the slot. Each guy could play the outside. Everyone knows all the routes of the offense. How deadly is that against a defense? Very deadly. To be able to move your guys around and get those different matchups, mm-hmm. that, that's basically what happened last night. Did you see Todd Gurley's 56-yard uh, touchdown pass? Yeah. That's because... Um, I think it's what's his name, Anthony Barr is the linebacker yes, for the, yep, the Vikings. Yep. He had to come out and guard Gurley one on one because everyone else, uh, the safety, came over and cheated to help with Gurley, oh, uh, to help Barr with with Gurley. Mm-hmm. But there was trips on the on the other side of the field, and once they hiked the ball, the, the safety had to go, go over and, and and help out on on the trip side, and and, and it left Gurley one on one with a linebacker, and that's who's gonna win that. Oof. And look at what happened, Gurley. Right. So it, it it just makes to be able to have a team like that where they can move around constantly mm-hmm. and make those those uh, and find those mis um, mix ma- uh, mismatch uh, opportunities yes, is yes. great. You know, yeah, like yeah. that's why. And what's his name? The coach, Tom McVay, is unbelievable with right? these play calls. He, I love this guy, man. Watch, he is by far the best 
offensive mind in the game right now. Oh, without a doubt. Let me get let me get quick about what you think. How good is Jared Goff? Is it is it a fluke or is he this good? I was telling you guys about him, but you you were like hating on me. No, no, hold on a second though. <laughs> I you, said he was a superstar. Yeah, All right, there's one thing to say that, and there's another thing which he's doing. There's another thing Come to be on. like, okay, now I see what's going on here. This guy, this guy could make the throws. This guy is athletic. This guy got his head in the game. He got the playbook down. He is phenomenal, man. Wow. I told you. And he's got a lot of weapons. So that, I mean, that helps, right, Rich? 100%. There's a lot of weapons. Still got to make the throws. You got you got a Jared Goff stat? Well, this is just from his, his, his stats from what last he night. He was 26 of 33 for 465 yards and five TDs. Wow. I got his stats wow. compared to Kurt Warner in the 2001 year. You got that, too? I was just about to go to that. Go ahead. Uh, so 2001, greatest show on turf, Kurt Werner with Isaac Bruce and Tory Holt, Holt. Yep. and Marshall Falk. Yep. So the 01 Rams against the 2018 Rams. We'll just go off of Kurt Warner versus Jared Goff. Mm-hmm. Kurt Warner had a 72.4 completing completion percentage. Jared Goff this year has a 72.4 completion percentage. Same thing. Okay. Uh, Kurt Warner threw four. This is just going through the first four games. Yep. Kurt Warner threw for 1,248 passing yards, and Jared Goff has 1,406 passing yards so far. Wow. And they each had 11 touchdowns in the first four I mean, games. That's almost identical. Almost identical stats to a Hall of Famer in 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 Kurt Warner. And that was one of the Jared greatest show, greatest <sighs> offenses ever. Man. And and they're basically tied with them. I have a stat right here comparing the teams. Right. Um, the 2001 Rams. They averaged 31.8 points, 31 points a game. Mm-hmm. This year's 2018 Rams is yeah. averaging 35 points a game. Wow. The 2001 Rams averaged 402 yards per game. Uh-huh. This year's Ram is averaging 461 yards per game. Whew. They have 11. They each had 11 passing TDs, uh-huh. and they each have four rushing touchdowns. Holy cow. Unbelievable. Rams, yo, the Rams are tough to play against them and to game plan against them. We're talking about game planning a little earlier. Um, how do you game plan against a team that you have no clue where guys are going to line up, where guys are going to be, what they're going to do? It, it's like um, it, it totally, it totally unbelievable. Well, well here's the cool. other thing. Like, I know it kind of gets overshadowed because of the offense, and um, two of the corners are hurt right now, but that yeah. defense is crazy. Imagine having to go up against that defensive line all game. Oh my god! Oh, the, yo, the, yo, those With guys Sue wreak and havoc. They wreak havoc. Kirk Cousins, run. it was a three-step drop and sling, and he's looking at the side like, "Yo, we got to get the ball out." I mean, he did great. Kirk, Kirk Cousins did great. The offensive coordinator a, for the Vikings did great. But that's a tough, tough team to prepare yeah. for, man. I have a question for you. Yeah. Do you think you think the Kirk Cousins and the Vikings would have been? As uh, great as they were, if Marcus Peters and Talib were both 100% healthy? Or do you think it would have been a little bit different outcome? I think it might have looked a little different. I think Diggs would have been held. Thielen would have been held. You know, I, I think the so numbers might have went down a little bit. But, I mean, either way, the Rams won. So Yeah. You know? Yeah. Listen, Thielen, to me, Thielen and Diggs are the, is the best combo in the, in the NFL. Best two guys on either I mean, side of each Woods other. Woods and Cooks is pretty damn good right, right now. Right, Woods, Cooks, and 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 Cup. 
Cup is the secret deadly killer over there. Shout out to my man Greg Ross giving me Cooper Cup, man. Me and <laughs> Shout Greg. out to having him on his bench when I'm playing right? him this week. Yeah, buddy. Greg Ross, I like it, man. I like that trade we did. Now I need that. I had pass, Jared Goff on my bench. Cup. That's what I should change my name to. Pass me a cup. <laughs> I need a cup of that proper 12 right now. Oh, no. Yo, Cooper Cup, nine receptions, 162 yards, two touchdowns. Brandon Cook, seven receptions, 116 yards, a touchdown. Robert Woods, five receptions, 101 yards, a touchdown. Todd Gurley, four receptions, 73 yards, a touchdown. You almost had four players with 100 yards receiving. You got to be kidding that's me. That's insane. You got to be kidding me, man. Against a good defense. It's, that's that's yeah. no bum defense, the yeah. Vikings. No, no they're, bum they're defense not, at they're all. Not, they're not playing like they should? No. But that's still a good defense. It is. It is. I want to ask you guys a question here. Teams that are undefeated, do they stay undefeated? We got the Rams that are left, the Miami Dolphins, what a big surprise that is, and the Kansas City Chiefs. Which one do we think stays undefeated? undefeated? Or do you want to say who do you think will be the first one to lose a game? Uh, I like three? that. Which one takes the L first? So I the Rams undefeated, the Dolphins are undefeated, and the Chiefs are undefeated. Who takes the L first? So... The Rams got through four weeks. Yep. They're still undefeated, right? I'm gonna I'm gonna say Miami okay. and the Chiefs both lose this week. Wow. I think I I didn't pick them because, you know, they're they're uh they're giving up four and a half points, but I think Denver could win at home. And who's Miami playing? Miami's playing the Patriots. Oh yeah. Wow. In in Foxborough. Wow. Wow. So I think both those teams have a good shot of losing this uh-huh. week. So I'm going to say the Rams will be the last one standing. Both of those other teams are going to get an L this weekend. Okay, I like that. Frank, what you got? Which one of those two teams lose? I think the Chiefs. Chiefs against I'm, the Broncos I'm, I'm lose? I'm going to put a little respect on Miami. Yeah. Wow. I think Dude. they got something going for them this year. Okay, okay. And I don't even really know why, looking at the <laughs> team, even watching the games. Yo, an- another I feel team. like they, they're they're having fun playing the game, and, and that's a big thing. And the – the Patriots aren't the Patriots this year. Everybody needs to like r- start to realize that, I think. Uh, st- I think it's a falling apart a little bit over there. I, honestly, I probably think they'll still make the playoffs, but n- nothing special. And uh, I think they get it done this week. I think the Chiefs – I think it's tough because the Chiefs are a great team, but I think the defense will e- start to end up hurting them. And I think mm-hmm. that – they have a chance to lose this week. You want to hear a quick stat? The Denver Broncos. I th- I don't know the ex- maybe ten years it is. I'm not I'm not sure, but they're 33 and three at home in the month of September. Wow. They don't lose at home. That's pretty good. That's really good. I think that the uh, the the Chiefs are gonna are gonna beat the Broncos. Obviously, because I picked them in that game. I think Patrick Mahomes still got that hot fire flame arm on him, and he's <laughs> still slinging it to everybody. Um, I think the Dolphins lose. I think the Patriots get rolling. I, that's where I think the Patriots are not out not out yet. And I, I don't even mean yet because I think it's going to happen soon. But I think this week they get through the game. They beat Miami. They're at home. And I think next week is when you really see what they're all about. They get Josh Gordon, I think, healthy. He's playing next week full go. I think Edelman comes back. He's a full go. 
Gronkowski gets freed up. He doesn't get double teamed anymore. Brady starts slinging it around. I think losing Rex Burkhead did them a favor because I think Sony Michelle and James White are two really good. One, a solid running back in Sony Michelle who's going to get the ball and get those runs he needs. And then they, the little dump offs to White, I think they could be very dangerous. The thing that I think hurts them. But I think they figure it out is the defense. I don't think the defense is there yet, but they always somehow figure that out with a bunch of hooligans that they throw out there. No name guys who are on that defense left, but that's how they usually figure it out. But I think the Patriots really get rolling. I think they're going to get some guys back off suspension. Guys, Josh Gordon's going to help out so much being over there. Gronkowski... Little, you know, he's been getting double teamed like crazy, and the run game gets going. So I got Miami losing to them. I got the Chiefs beating the Broncos to still stay undefeated. We got teams that haven't got a win yet Cardinals, Texans, Raiders. Which one gets a win? Who I'm gets saying, a win? I'm saying the Texans and the Raiders both get a win this week. Texans and the, and the who? Raiders. And the Raiders. Okay. Frank, what you got? Who gets a win? Cardinals, Texans, Raiders. I'm going Cardinals. Whoa. What? Believing I, in the rookie. Whoa. Oh, man. Change things around over there. Let's That's go. Crazy. You are crazy. We're not on the bold prediction segment yet. Not you yet. Can't not be- yet. We're not there yet. It's What's right. Ro- are you feeling all right? I think I'm doing all right. <laughs> Jeez, man. That was crazy. <laughs> Who are they playing? Who are the Cardinals playing? Seattle. You got that up there? Seattle. No shot. You said That's that like Seattle. That's an L. Seattle's look. They're, they're, they're all right. They're that right. defense is looking decent. They're one and two, aren't they? They're right. I don't know what their record is, but yeah, Arizona like looks horrible. I Ooh, boy, they're they might be the worst team hey, in the NFL. I don't think they're good. You just said who, which one of those no. teams is going to get a win? You're telling me you don't think the Texans could beat the Colts this week? No, you don't think. Oh, he, you already said he right. Think he, he thinks the Cardinals. I, I got the Texans win. I, I think the, I, the Texans. I say they just like me need a win. In, uh, in in some way or some form. And I think the tech, Deshaun Watson figures it out. The defense starts playing the way they're supposed to. They have a big game. They get their first win, and they get rolling a little bit here. Raiders, I think, still stink <laughs> on the defensive side. I think the offense is very talented, but they haven't put it together yet. I don't yet. know. How, how long are you going to say Derek Carr's talented before? No, you know? he is. He is. It's very talented. I know, but Mark, you, you got to start proving it, no? I don't think it's him, though. I, I think we're going back on the quarter, blaming the quarterback type thing again. The defense is so bad. Name one player on the defense. Just name one. There it is. Dead Bruce Irving. Okay, Bruce Irving. There you go. Congratulations. <laughs> you can't name another one though, right? That's um, the only guy I can name. No, and I'm not Cleo saying Mac- got, oh, I'm right. not right. I'm not saying <laughs> you got to have names, but they just haven't got it together yet. The offense has the pa- the firepower to do it. They haven't figured it out either yet. It's not on one guy or not. Got to get the run game going there as well. So It's it's the point in the podcast where I realize that it's 6000 degrees in here. There it Anybody is right else? there. Oh, there it is right there. Yo, how about this? The other the other day me and we're watching the games, right? Sunday and it's the the Lions. Do, you, do anybody know who the Lions played? Patriots. Last Patriots. Last week they played the Patriots. Oh, I can't wait until you say this. And me and Frankie oh. are watching the game, Rich. Right, and Matt Patricia, the quarterback. Uh, the, right, <laughs> he should I be. Thought he it should was, be. I thought it was, he was the quarterback <laughs> for a second. He threw a challenge flag on a play. He threw it from the twenty-five yard line he was standing at. It landed at the two-yard line. A flag. <laughs> he let it rip. So maybe is what they should do is put him at the quarterback position right now. It's not a bad call. I've never seen anything like it. And it you was didn't see hilarious. it. You didn't see it, but I seen him throw it, and I was like, "Oh my <laughs> god!" <Did you laughs> and 
And then, and then the announcer it. said he just threw that from the 25 and landed in the end zone. And I was like, oh, my God. I have a question for you guys about that game. Do you think the, the Lions dominated that game because he was the – wasn't he the defensive coordinator for them? No, I know why they he dominated the game. He was defensive coordinator for the Patriots. Patriots yes, last, last year. year. Yeah. So you think that has anything? To, think about it. He, he's going against that offense all the time during practice, mm-hmm. so he kind of knows what Belichick's game plan is. I think it helped, right? I you're talking about the greatest coach of all time. You think that he's not going to switch up his no, offensive no, yeah, game plan no, because right. he knows that the mm-hmm. the but, reason they run that they won that game is because finally, after I don't know, 15 years, they decided to run the football. Here we go. Carry on, Johnson. Yes. It did, three games into his NFL career, guy and, rushes. And also, Tom Brady has one person to throw to, so you just double-team that person, and that helps a lot too. But you have to mm-hmm. run the football. Right, and you're right. Okay, like I said, three games into his season, on Johnson, the rookie, run, rushes for over 100 yards. The last time it was done, 2013 by Reggie Bush. That was 70 games ago. That is crazy. A five-year drought with no one rushing the ball, no one having a 100-yard game. It took this kid to finally do it. So, Frankie's exactly right. Run the ball, bro. Run and, the ball. And keep stay with one running back. Yep. Yeah. Well, I think LeGarrette Blunt helps. Yes, he but, did. But, but definitely. Theo Riddick and Abdullah, you yeah, got to just yeah, cut no, them no, no. out. Don't need them. Don't need them. You only let, need two running yeah, backs. Let the kid run That's the ball. That's what works in the league. Yeah. A main guy who really is just – Toting the rock like crazy, and then another guy who's sprinkled in there every now and then to give the little change up there. Absolutely, absolutely um, needed to be done way, way sooner than later. How about this stat I found? Most fourth quarter yards for a running back. There's two guys. Who do you guys think it is? Of all time? Since 2010, this is. Who's been the best fourth quarter running back since 2010? There's two guys who are just dominating above everybody else. They got the most yards in the fourth quarter. What you want, right? Is right it like, like big name? It's two guys. It's two guys currently in the NFL right now. Bell? No. I'll give in you the you fourth quick, quarter. Quick guesses. Bell is a good guess, though, but no. DeMarco Murray? No. Another good guess. What you got, Frank? You got a guess? I, you know, because he's a cowboy, I'm just going to say Zeke. It ain't Zeke. It's LaShawn McCoy and the Garrett Blunt. Wow. Most really? fourth quarter runs. How crazy is that? For most yards it's in the fourth cool quarter. Stat. It is a pretty Since pretty 2010. Cool stat. Since 2010. Wow. Pretty crazy, huh? Pretty crazy. Um, Here's another thing I wanted to talk to you guys about. I heard this on the radio. Another crazy stat out there. 87 picks in the last five years, Eli Manning. Clutch y'all, quarterback, right, y- Frank? Y'all boy. That's your boy. Yeah, he's on the no respect list. So we can't talk about him. He is. We'll get there in a little bit. Eighty-seven picks. Though in None the of those five were seasons. in clutch situations. <laughs> Just defending myself. Those were all in the first three quarters. Oh my gosh. Yeah, let's give a, let's give some shout outs here. Some guys we don't get to give the respect. Um, the 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 fantasy episode anymore. We don't give the give these guys um shout out so let's get respect some one Calvin Ridley. Holy cow! What a game by let's that guy. Let's go. How, how what a game by that guy. One rush. Nine yards, eight targets, seven receptions, 146 yards, and three touchdowns. What do you wow. think of that? You think he's going to continue performing like that? I know the week before he had mm-hmm. a touchdown as well. Right. Well, he plays Cincinnati. The, the Cincinnati Bengals, they play next week. So yes. le- last time, le- Funches played them last week. Another number one. Well, Ridley's not really a number one, but Funches has seven targets, four receptions, 67 yards, and a touchdown. What does Ridley do, Frank? Does Ridley continue, or does Ridley just go back to – Maybe being obsolete. 
Yeah, I mean, and and that was my bold prediction, remember? Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, he delivered for me. But yes. just just real quick, I, he's not going to put up those numbers every game, but uh-huh. he's going to have a, a ridiculous year, maybe even offensive rookie of the year. I right, think. right. It's a great position for him to be in if they use him like that in the slot. When you have such a dominant receiver like Julio, mm-hmm. it, it stretches the field and, and leaves those open. E- even in the red zone, there's so much. I don't know why, because they don't throw to Julio in the red zone, but mm-hmm. there's so much concentration on him that those guys could sneak open. And, and you've seen that one touchdown. He's a very good route runner. And when the play was broken, you've seen him kind of scramble to the way that Matt Ryan was running. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, the one yeah, where you yeah, call it yeah, in, the in the end zone. End yeah, zone, and end that's zone. not something that you expect from a rookie. So he's years of, ahead of his time, I think, and and uh, he's gonna he's gonna end up doing good this year. I got two things. What you got? One, I don't think Ridley's gonna win rookie of the year. Okay. Patrick Mahomes is gonna dominate that. Wow, category. I like that. I like that. But didn't he play last year? Patrick Mahomes? He's not a rookie. Well, don't they consider that? Or is that only in basketball? No, it's only in basketball. All right, it's so stupid. Take only that back. I'll take that, that back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, for a second, you know I was like, saying? oh, man, yeah. wait a second. He's a he rookie? Didn't, he didn't play last year. Right, 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 right. But I always get confused with that rule. Only stupid basketball does that. <laughs> right, Because Ben Simmons won this year, and he was in the league. Correct. Anyway, but, Correct. all right, so I'll take that back. But anyway, okay. I think the, the Falcons have to keep him, keep him involved. This is going to open up Julio more. This is going to give yep. Julio his red zone targets yes. and give him better opportunities to get those touchdown catches because the defense is going to have to worry about another player. Mm-hmm. Sanu, he's good, but you, you don't. Good. But you don't have to really worry about him. I don't. I I think you have to mm-hmm. worry about him. I, he's I'm not putting up if, crazy numbers, but remember when we did those those uh, combination wide receivers? I mean, he did yeah. good last year. He sneaky does good. Yeah, he does. Like he under does. the radar, he'll he'll have like 800, 900 mm-hmm. yards but you this need, year, I think. You, you need Ridley to do those underneath routes. Definitely. To, to be able to open up things for Julio. Like have that safety come down and worry about Ridley going across the field and open up downfield for Julio right. or vice versa. Calvin Ridley's running down the field, you know, taking a safety deep, and now you're allowing Julio to, to cut across the middle of the field and make a grab. It's yeah. just it's just going to benefit both of them, and that's what the, the the Falcons need. It really sucks to be a Falcons fan right now because the offense is so good and there's so much talent, and now they're actually starting to call some good plays. I think the last two weeks they kind of started to figure it out a little bit, but if we lose one more player on defense, they're going to have to call oh. me to suit up. Oh, yeah, boy. Uh, yeah, the, the, other, the other safety tore his Achilles during that game, so he's out for the year. Man. Neil's out for the year. Oof. Deion Jones is out for, I think oh. they were saying, like three months. So. What's up with, with, with Freeman, offensive-wise? Uh, it's like a lingering I- injury, you know? So I think I think they were saying like two more weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they said about a month from when but it happened. I'm so. not as concerned about that as that defense is is really crippled. Yeah, and um, you know Dan Quinn said that's not that's not an excuse, and everybody in the locker room should be able to strap up. But you know it, it does hurt, and yeah. and it sucks because there's a lot of talent on that team. But it, with all those injuries, it's going to be a tough year for to be a Falcons fan. I think. I think. I think. And a Cowboys fan. I think the <laughs> biggest worry you guys are going to have in that division is actually going to be the Panthers because the Saints defense looks. Horrible right now. Going coming from last year to yeah, now. Yeah, but that offense is yeah, that offense is firepower. Let's stay there for a second. Michael Thomas, three hundred and ninety-eight receiving yards. He's the top of the list after the you know the, in the new list of uh, week three receiving leaders. Mike Evans is second, three ninety three sixty-seven. 
Juju Smith-Schuster, third, 356. Adam Thielen, 338. And Brandon Cooks, 336. Man, that's a heck of a dude. And let's stay on Mike Thomas. Mike Thomas was 10 of 10 last week catching the ball. 38 targets so far this year. 30, Four, 38 catches. 38, 38 catches this year. On 40 tar- targets. On 40 targets. Wow. wow. Un- unbelievable. That broke Thir- the record of 35. Yeah, 35 catches. By Julio. In, yep, 35 catches in the first three games sets a new record. Unbelievable. Michael Thomas, could we agree or disagree again? Let's go another week. Best receiver in the NFL. Best receiver in the NFL. Michael By Thomas, far. right? Without Hands a down. doubt. Listen, Hands down. He does not drop the ball. Shoo-wee. He is good. Here we go with the running backs after week three. Rushing leaders after week three. Matt Braid is still there with 274. Well, he's tied with Zeke. They both have 274. Then McCaffrey, 271. Gurley, 255. And Adrian AP never gets old. Peterson, 236. Unbelievable. Who's the best running back in the NFL right now, your opinion? Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley. Agreed. I agree again. All three of us agree on the best wide receiver and the best running Honestly, back. Honestly, I think, I think Zeke would be, but for some reason the, the Cowboys aren't using him. Correct. Correct. And, and Gurley's just really – I mean, he catches the ball and yeah. he runs every, uh, 100 yards down the field. He runs, rushes the ball. He doesn't need the ball uh, two or three drives. Then he gets the ball, and it's like he's just been touching it all game. He is unbelievable. Unbelievable. So, uh, again – these uh last week we were saying yeah. w- w- when we went over the list for the top five running backs, none of these big name running backs were on there, and mm-hmm. we were saying like when are they gonna get in on this list? And yep. here they come, you know. Zeke's basically tied in first. Yep. Gurley's in fourth. Yep. You know these these guys are. And yo, Christian McCaffrey, man, that guy has just turned it up. And the fa- and the I'm sorry, the um the Panthers figured out like man, this kid is versatile. Let's get him the ball. This is a Perfect running back. Yeah, you don't have Newton. to just confine him into being right. a passing right. back. He he could do it all, man. Hand it to him, throw yeah. it to him, and he's proven him that. Involved. One game he gets a ton of t- a ton of handoffs. He gets a bunch of yards. The next game he doesn't get as many handoffs. He gets the ball dumped down to him, and he gets a ton of receiving yards. He is solid. That kid, very solid. Let's go with the quarterbacks. After week three, the leaders: Kurt, um, Ryan Fitzpatrick, one thousand two hundred and thirty yards. Big Ben, 100, um, 1,140 yards. Drew Brees, 1,078 yards. Kirk Cousins, 965 yards. And Jared Goff, 941 yards. Best quarterback in the NFL right now after week three. Who do you think? I think it's Drew Brees. Well, Goff is in week four, but let's just count it as week three right now. You say Drew Brees, Frank. Who do you say? Um, I'm going Patrick Mahomes. Okay, Patrick Mahomes, I like it. I'm going Jared Goff. So we all go different guys. I know what the list says. I know the yards are what everybody loves. And Drew Brees is my, my right there at my second. Man, I've realized at this point in my life and this much of football that I've watched, I should have been giving Drew Brees way more love than I was. Drew Brees is a legend. And let's stick with Drew Brees right now. 6,326 completions. Drew Brees, the most out of anyone in the NFL. The other guy who held that record before was Brett Favre with 6,300. Drew Brees is the new leader most in NFL history. And he but, did this in 50 less games, and right? he did it in 50, 50 less games. How about what Drew Brees did last week? No one has ever done. 350 passing yards, three passing touchdowns, two rushing touchdowns, and no picks. Never been done. 
I, it's hard for me to be a, a Falcons fan in this situation because I can't root for the guy, you know. But I think when people start, when from now on, when people talk about Drew Brees, you need to talk about him being up there with Peyton Manning and Tom Brady. Oh yeah, as the best of all time. Oh, yeah. I he think needs to be right up there he's in that going conversation. To, he's going to be the best ever. At think, the quarterback I think, position. I think I you're think, right. I think he's going to get every single record. He's going to break Peyton Manning, Brett Favre's, whatever records that are left, he's going to be the leader of them. He's just unbelievable. He just needs to win another Super Bowl. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. I, but in individual stats, he's just unbelievable as a quarterback. And this is what I'm talking about, Ant. This is what I'm saying. Where is where is Aaron Rodgers with, with that stat line right there? 350 passing yards, three TDs passing, two rushing touchdowns, no picks. Listen, Look at all those. Listen, when it comes down to it and when they both finish, Drew Brees is still going to be the legend. Drew Brees is still going to be at the top of the list, I say, one of the best quarterbacks ever, I'm, if not the best. I listen to ESPN Radio in the morning. I listen to Golik and Wingo. And they were they were talking about they we always talk about do. I know yeah we do yeah we do we <laughs> they they uh they always talk about the Mount Rushmore of each sport blah blah and they went back onto one of the episodes this week and they were saying if you were doing a Mount Rushmore to NFL like who would be on that list and and the Aaron Rodgers name was brought up like I I I, I don't even see him close to being on that the best like the best four players ever in the NFL. Aaron Rodgers does not make that. That that list is what? The best ever at all best, positions? Best ever NFL player. So it could be wow. a running back, wow. quarterback, wide receiver. No, I'm telling Aaron, you, man. People you know, are people infatuated this with this guy. guy. They're infatuated with this guy. He, and I'm not saying, like I said before, I don't think he is great. He's absolutely great. One of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. One of the best players in the NFL. I got no doubt about that. The guy makes comebacks that are crazy. The guy makes throws that are nuts. The guy got Super Bowls. He got MVPs. He got all that stuff. I do. But there's other guys out there. There's other guys out there who just don't get the love like he does. When you look at his stats, he's way down in, all, in almost every category. Yeah, man. I, I mean, I, I think he might has. I think he has a, a passing rating one we we talked about right. a few episodes ago. But yeah. I just I, I can't. He's good, like you said, Mike. Like mm. he. He, he, he's a playmaker, and he, he's clutch, so that's what gets people's attention. Right. But when you talk about best ever, I just can't put him on Come there. on now. Come yeah. On now. For me, if if I asked you who's the best quarterback of all time and you told me Drew Brees, I'd be like, all right, maybe I don't agree, maybe I do, but uh -huh. I understand. There's arguments to if say, you say why you say Aaron Rodgers, I'm, I'm out. Right. Dewey. Here we go. I like where you stuck that with Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes threw for three touchdowns. He's right on the average of breaking it. Does he continue next week? What does he do against the Broncos? Does he throw for three? Does he stay on average? What do you got? Quick answers here. Rich, what do you got? Does he stay on average? Uh, I think he, I think he get, I, I, yeah. All He'll right. get three more. Okay. Right. That, that, that's okay. how they score. So I would agree. That's true. <laughs> I, I say he's throwing for another three, if not four, next week. What do you say, Frank? Like I said, I think a young quarterback's best friend right now is right. that strong arm. So, I, I mean, he could do it. it. It'll be interesting to see how he deals with the pressure. I know uh -huh. Von Miller is going to be coming after him all day. Did you? And there's no more, more 
athletic than that guy. So Did you oh, see boy. his one throw last week when he rolled out of the pocket, had to scramble a little bit, and fired it in to wh- who was that? Uh, Chris I, Conley was that? Is he do, still on yeah, that team? It, it doesn't even matter who it was. Did you guys ever play the game back in the day, NFL Blitz, like when your quarterback got on fire, he threw the ball and like it, it lit up in flames and it was like a rocket? Yeah, That's yeah. basically <laughs> what that play looked yeah. like. That's what me and Frankie was unbelievable. saying. Man, that is a heck of a throw, man. Any other by a lot of other guys, not any, but a lot of other guys make that throw and it's a pick or it's a slap down and, 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 and no, it's not um it, it it doesn't work, you know, it doesn't work at all. Um let's talk about a look a big injury. Jimmy G got hurt. ACL, right? Whatever it was, ACL, MCL, one of the two, out for the year. How does San Francisco recover? Do they? I don't think they do. Unless I saw something real small. Uh, like an article about maybe like RG3 going there was the Ravens have three quarterbacks on their roster. The Jets have three quarterbacks on their roster. I, I don't think CJ Burt, uh, how do you, what's his last name? Birth, the quarterback. Oh, the guy, oh, doesn't matter. Whoever, doesn't yeah. matter. I, I don't think he is going to be able to do anything for them. Okay. If, if, if the 49ers want to have a decent year, they have to somehow get another quarterback to come in there. I what agree. about Teddy Bridgewater? Teddy Bridgewater is possible. I, I don't, I don't think the Saints will get rid of him. Room. I know, but yeah. he, he doesn't deserve to be a backup, I don't think. I think Drew Brees only has two, three years left. Why not just sit back there and mm-hmm. rest that rest that, that knee and learn some more behind Drew Brees and then come and I think that's a good a good spot for him. Yeah. I, I, I don't should, disagree. They should call it Michael Vick, see if he wants to still <laughs> play football. Or Colin Kaepernick. How cool would that be? That would be pretty Colin cool. Colin Kaepernick coming back to the 49ers. After man. Eric Reed After just got all signed. This go down. Yeah, good for Eric Reed, man. Everyone deserves a shot. To prove themselves again, man, regardless of the stance they make, give the guy a shot again if they can play. For me, it's NFL, got nothing you know? to do with the stance. I, uh-huh. I just don't think that Kaepernick looked that good his last couple of years. Yeah, he's better than a lot of these other guys that are out there. You're going to tell me Kaepernick isn't better than the homeboy that's in right now? We don't even know his name. Yeah, I do. Okay. But is he better than a couple of quarterbacks that they could trade for, possibly? Is that he I better, don't know. Is he better than Teddy Bridgewater? No. That's close, though. I don't think so. I don't know. I don't and know like how I much said, Teddy I agree with done. his stance. I don't, I, I'm not getting into that at all. No, no, I'm just no, talking about his quarterback yeah. capability. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, me too. Quarterback capability, strictly. Strictly. I think he's very talented compared to there, a lot of guys a, who There's may a lot have, of quarterbacks that have like uh, th- this, this way that they play the game that works for a few years, and then once defenses start to figure them out, they don't work anymore. You've seen it happen with like Tim I, Tebow. You've seen it happen with a few people like RG3. I think that happened with him. I think with Cap, though, it wasn't really his playing. I just think that 49ers team fell out, you know. They had the, the problem with the coach, you know. Like, that whole that whole team went towards the end was just w- wasn't wasn't good anymore. There was too much problems all around in the locker room, the coach, everything. And I just think that had everything to do with it as well. I, I, I think Cap's a good quarterback. I think he has I a too. he has a very strong arm. I don't know if he would want to anyway. I know he made like twenty million dollars on that Nike commercial, which was deserved and I'm happy that he got that. And uh and also he's suing the NFL so what happens to that lawsuit if he decides to well, join Eric, another team? You Eric know? Reed was too. He he was in the middle of of suing the NFL, and he still got signed by the by the by the Panthers. This I'm week. not saying for them not to sign him. I'm talking about Kaepernick. Like, what happens to your lawsuit if you decide to like yeah. join the NFL yeah, back? I'm not sure what happens with yeah. all that, but and, and I definitely need a quarterback regardless. Yeah, without a doubt, without a doubt. And listen, the respect to Chat Crew, man. We don't we don't do politics over here. We don't do all yeah. this other whatnot because that's all these other networks talk about the same thing over and over and over again. 
we're talking about what the average man sees. Yeah. Hey. And we got four, and me, I got I got four eyes myself with my glasses <laughs> on. So does Frankie at times. Rich got his Yo, freshy, freshy twos. Let me give a this shout out real see. quick because you brought that up. It just reminded me. Here we go. My my partner at work, Will, he listens to every single episode. Shout out, shout to, out Will, to Will, man. But I wore my glasses all week because right. my contacts were, were bothering me. Right. You know, that happens sometimes. So I got my glasses on and all of a sudden he goes to the team leader's office. They come back with a picture of Chicken Little and say that I look like <laughs> 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 yeah. comparing me to Chicken hey, listen, Little. Listen. I'm not I saying want, you I look like Chicken Little, opinion. but you may have a comparison. Is your boy I, I, Chicken Little? Right now is <laughs> what is that could be a really good nickname for you. Chicken Little. Chicken Little. It's not I right. like it. I like I, it. The next day, I put my contacts Yo, back in. I'm yeah, like, I'll yeah, just yeah, suffer through it. I can't be going to work looking like Chicken Little. Uh. We're going to put up Frankie's picture side by side next to Chicken Little on Instagram. Vote if he is Chicken Little or not. It's not That's nice. What we got. No, we got to do that. Definitely yeah. not nice. I want to talk about another injury. and uh, got? I think it's I, I think it's something we should talk about. Because last week when the Dolphins played the Raiders, uh, William Hayes sacked Derek Carr. And as he was going down, he tried to prevent of putting all his weight on Derek Carr, and he tore his ACL. Wow. I mean, I think I, I, I think that was just bad luck, you yeah, know, yeah, to have too. something like that happen. But uh, I just feel like, what do you guys think of this this roughing the passer calls? Clay Matthews just got another one this past week. You know, right, like, yeah, what, yeah. What, what's your opinion? You know, a guy's getting hurt. Uh, a guy, Clay Matthews, making – uh, a, a perfect form tackle on a quarterback, and they're yeah. still throwing flags. Yeah, it's yo Clay Matthews three roughing the passer calls three games in a row. It's so crazy that this guy, one of the top guys in the game, that this is happening to him three games in a row. He's got roughing the passer calls, and and he said it too. Like he thinks the NFL is getting soft. I agree. Right? So now this guy is getting injured possibly by stopping himself. Listen, we all played football in some capacity over our lives, and many of our listeners have as well. We all know that this rule is literally impossible. Yes. Right? To Listen, get around? It's not, it's impossible. Not, it's, it's not really impossible. Like that, last year when Aaron Rodgers got hurt, you could, I, don't, I, don't, I forget who tackled him. It was against the Vikings. Yeah, I, forget Anthony, what, I think it was Anthony Barr. Was it Barr? Vikings, I don't know who yeah. it was. But you, you can actually see that he, he drives and picks mm-hmm. Rodgers up and slams him down. Yeah. So I think as much as they don't want to keep on putting review, uh, uh, replays in to, to check plays, but yeah. I think you should do it on a call like that. Because the, uh, the, the Clay Matthews first passing the rougher, passing the <laughs> roughing the passer, the passer yep. call yep. was against Kirk Cousins in a in a very uh, crucial part. Cru- yes, because yeah. that 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 penalty gave the the, the Vikings an ex, uh, extra chance to put mm-hmm. it into overtime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have to be able to review that play, you're, you're or right. you have to make a better decision on what's a penalty and what's well, not. Well, that's the thing. You're asking a guy in full motion, right? And we talk about this all the time in the sense of like when there's like, you know, a guy lowering his head or now it's running backs can't lower their head on hits either, you know, when they're running. And listen, I get all that stuff and football is such a fast game, but 
to me, this one has completely like now like gone off the 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 rocker with this call here. You want these guys to do what? Tackle the quarterback and then turn and land on them. Did you sell, see what Aaron break, Donald did? Break the yeah yeah. Well, listen, he's got a body that he could land yeah. on the ground and the earth shakes. <clears throat> but like, what, I don't understand what you want these guys to do. The next step I is putting flags on these quarterbacks and just ripping a flag off of them. And you, the, the league doesn't want us. Then to do give that. me a contract, right? In that case, I yeah. think, I think you're like I said earlier in the year. I think you're going to start seeing defensive players get hurt because of these. Not not just that one, but the other one too. Because when you can't play full speed, that's when you end up getting injured. So it, it is. But I think. Like, I don't really know how I feel about it because think about how much money the Green Bay Packers, at, just as an organization, lost last year because of Aaron Rodgers being out all year. All the people that would have went to Packers games that didn't because they're not in it and Aaron Rodgers isn't playing, all the jerseys that they didn't sell, the playoff appearances that they could have, could have not gone to, that, that, that's a lot of money that they lost out on because of an injury, you know? And that's why I think that they want to protect their quarterback so much. But you need to have a rule that's consistent on every time. And you need to figure that out before you just roll something out. Right. And that's what it is. This is a rule that can't be consistently done like the catch rule. It can't be consistently called. Everyone's going to see it differently. And this is a guy tackling somebody else and both of them going to the floor. Unless, like Rich said, you're picking guy up and it's blatantly obvious that you're spearing him to the floor, then give him the flag. But if it's a sack and they both hit the floor, if there's an injury, listen, then is there an injury? It's This is the game you play. Exactly. It really is. It, 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 there's no other way around it, man. So I think it needs to be changed. They need to meet. They need to figure it out. They need to do something because I think it's if they becoming want to, annoying to now me to hear every week. If they want, if they want to keep this rule, they have to replay it. The catch, yeah, I like the, it. I like that, right? The catch, like the catch, they're it. able to replay it to see if it's a catch or not. They have to do it with this until they could get a more defined. But, uh, but what sack. what are you looking for if you replay it? I'm gonna say you're looking for like that second motion when you go into the sack of lifting the body of the quarterback. But that's not the yeah. rule. The rule is you can't land on the quarterback. Is that really the rule that you can't land on them? No, it yeah, says that you, you can't, can't intentionally land on the quarterback. You can't put your body weight onto them. It's something like that. Your body weight can't go that onto them. That doesn't even make sense, man. Well, that's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, we man. know. <laughs> What's going on here? Oh, man. What are we doing, man? Anyway, yeah, it's it, it, a great thing to do. But here's another funny thing we've seen this week. Jacoby Brissett comes in at the end of the game to throw a Hail Mary pass because Andrew Luck either can't or they don't want to hurt his arm. Well, they didn't want want him to hurt his arm. What do you think about that? Why not? Okay, you I know? like it. I like it. I if, like it. If, if it has a potential of yeah. of re-injuring yeah. Andrew Luck's shoulder, uh-huh. or I, to be honest, I don't even think his arm's strong enough to make that throw. Yeah, maybe. I, maybe. I don't think his arm's hundred percent yet. You, we, I mean, I haven't seen it, but have you seen him make a a, a deep throw yet in the league? Maybe one or Who two. Since he's been back, maybe one or I, two. I think his percentage was down like almost. 15, 20% from mm-hmm. when before the injury on passes over 15 yards. And I think that's a big concern because defenses are going to start figuring that out and just covering the underneath routes. Yep. Yeah, definitely. Definitely, definitely. And let's hit one more or 
or so. Uh, oh, shout out. Shout out to um, Ryan Fitzpatrick, man. Three straight games with 400-plus yards throwing. Another guy, man. What a pro that guy is. Shout him out. Big fan. Respect the chat as big fans of Ryan Fitzpatrick. And lastly, um, quarterback news, because I want to get to two other things. Un-quarterback, un, I'm sorry, un-NFL-related is this. Um, Le'Veon Bell, right? Now that now the Steelers are taking trade you know trade offers for this guy where do you where do you think he ends up if you just had to pick a team the teams that are out there who the jets the texans the colts 49ers, the 49ers right a couple of the other browns teams. eagles the, the jags there's, the team, there's teams that have cap space but there's other there's teams like the jags ain't going after them the jags got their guy the titans are there i think the, the 49ers or the texans should go towards Le'Veon Bell. I think Le'Veon he's going to be a Jet. Yeah, I do too. I think when it comes down to it, I think the Jets make a push for him and the Jets get him and well, he gets in yeah. there as soon as possible. The Jets the Jets trying to get Khalil Mack and they, they were all in yeah. on him and yeah, they, they didn't get him. So offer. they're definitely aggressive to, to, to get that team going and make that team better. So Without a doubt. I wouldn't be surprised if he goes to the Jet, but I think if the Jets, not the that Jets. That would be such mm-hmm. a big help for their rookie quarterback. Yes. Oh, yeah. I, if Bell has any say where he goes, I don't think he will go to the Jets. I think he would rather go to the 49ers or the Texans. You think that the Steelers are going to give him a say? No, you're right. I'm just saying, though. Like, So you guys think the Jets? I think the Jets, man, because I right. think the Jets can have the most money and will give him the most. You know, I think they got $90 million in cap space next year. The Jets. So let's just say he doesn't get traded. Let's just say he makes it through this season. He's still with the Steelers. He becomes the free agent. Yeah. You still think he's going to go to the Jets? Well, then it's a different story. Then I don't. Then he's going to explore and whoever wants to, you know, woe him and give him the most guaranteed money. But like I said, Isaiah Crowell is got a three-year, $12 million deal. None of it is fully guaranteed after this year. So after this year, he can come off the books Bilal Powell is a free agent after this year. He comes off the books. The Jets either got to draft a running back or they got to sign the best running back or one of the best running backs in the NFL. And they can give him the, they can give him the 17 million, 15 to 17 million a year, you know, if that's what he's looking for because they got that 90 million. So, I think the Jets ultimately got the young quarterback. They got to get a couple receivers in there. The defense is starting to get built up again. I think he plays in the market like New York. You know Le'Veon Bell. He know he's a rapper on the side. Maybe he can get that little, <laughs> uh, you know, that little career popping off a little bit more when he's in the New York, New Hopefully Jersey not. metropolitan area. Hey, it is what it is. And uh, I think he could be a good fit there. I just want to see him on the field for my fantasy football aspect. And I because agree. I'm a huge fan in this guy, I want to see him play, man. Like we said, respect the chat podcast. Huge, huge. Um, supporters of Le'Veon Bell and what he's doing, and I'm very happy for him. I just want him to get on the field as soon as possible. Um, that we, list is just growing, huh? The, the no-respect list. Do we want to go over the no-respect list and then yeah. switch out of football? All right, let's go over the no-respect list. Last week. I, I got a uh, – th- this is uh, in direct relation with the list, okay? Okay. And I don't know how you're going going to feel about this. Frank, I I know where you're going. Let's go through the list is where you're going. We're going to add to the list. What I want to know also is how you two every week know where your user going. (laughs) Why is that happening? You didn't get it. If you listen to the last three or four 
podcast <laughs> what happens at one point is like I know where you're going, listen, Rich. I know where you're going, Frank. Listen, with that. I know where you're going, Rich. I know where you're going with that, Frank. I also want to remind the listeners of this, right? <laughs> I want to remind the listeners of this. That Frankie is, first of all, my cousin, and Rich lives in the same house as me. How these guys don't That's talk to cousin. me first to go through each other, I don't understand. I got to be the mediator. You got something to say, you hit me with it, I'll hit Frankie with Listen, it. Listen, Frankie, you hit me, I hit you with it. Let me it say should something. should never real go quick. above my head. Let me just say something real quick. You know how this family works, Mike. You've been in it. The respect to chat, Don. I, I'm pretty years. sure that you've been in it your whole life, right? <laughs> Rich is so. Rich is also my cousin because he married my cousin. Right. He treats her amazingly. Right. And I have the utmost respect for him. And they're married. They're part of the family. That's my cousin also. Hey, let's quickly while you say that, if you, you're able to upload this and get this on, we will be listening to this on the way back from John's and Addie's engagement party. So shout out to everybody that's going to be in the car with us tomorrow. My dad, <laughs> Big Mike, also known AKS Bernard. <laughs> Mikey Big Nard, Mikey Big Nard, Big Nard Paleno. We got Angel, one of the best cooks in in, in the world, hands down, hands yeah, down. Definitely. I'll tell you right now. Also a great godmother. Love ain't, you. Ain't that the truth too? Shout out to Ali Alexandra Rose, who was always helping us with the podcast in some way or form. Shout out to Katie Scott, one of the best sisters you ever asked for in the world. Shout out to my girl Rennie, the best wife. You know, the goat, the goat of wives. The newest member of the family. Ain't that the truth, too. And shout out to the best member in the whole car, Shay Scott. No one better than oh, Shay, yeah. I tell you right now. No one better than Shay. Hope you guys are ready to listen to Super Y the whole time. She was, uh, oh, she and we're going to be listening the- to the podcast. We're going to listen to Super Y. No problem at all. Here she was go. giving me the angry face. Oh, oh yeah. that's her oh. new thing. So good. So good. Man, I, let's go through the respected list because we could be talking about Oh, wait. You guys want to go on that no, thing? No, no, no. Oh, we got right. it. We got he it. Said, he so, said he knows where I'm going. The so no respect gonna, list. Risk, rattle off the no respect list. We got me. the no respect list that we started last week. And these are players, teams, any any athlete or anything that we talk about on this podcast that we thought was going to be good and ends up taking a crap and making us look like fools. So the first ones we had on the list were the New York Giants, the offensive line, and Eli Manning. We got Derrick Henry on this list. Joe Flacco, mm-hmm. John Gruden, Leonard Fournette, LaShawn McCoy, the Houston Texans, field goal kickers, and the Steelers. And the whole, whole Steelers organization. Yes. So <laughs> my question for this week, from after watching week three, is okay. there anything on this list that we could take off? No. I I'm mean, gonna, the offensive line for the Giants looked a little bit better since they took but, Flowers out, but I'm not ready to take them off no, the we, list. I don't, they have – Frank, they make they made us they make a, they're making us look stupid. They have to stay <laughs> they on here. They did better this year. They this did, week. they did, but they have to okay. do a little better to prove. Yeah, definitely. See, That's what I said. Because I was going to take Joe I'm Flacco off after uh, last week's win against the Broncos. Yeah. Talking about the Ravens, 11 you know for they're 11. eleven for eleven when they entered the red zones this year. That that's a record. Eleven yes. times into the red zone, eleven, 11, 11 touchdowns. Shout out to the Ravens, man. Listen, I didn't doubt the Ravens. Ant and Frankie doubted the Ravens, Rich. I did Listen, not. I don't doubt Rich the Ravens. Rich is in full Ravens gear tonight, too. <laughs> always, he got always. his Ravens Yo, coffee cup. Big, he got his Ravens sweatshirt. got his Ravens brand new freshy hat on. Big week this week. We are playing the Steelers oh in boy, Pittsburgh Sunday night. You know the Steelers. Oh, you Let's guys go have that Ravens. stat. Let's go Ravens, Rich. The Steelers won their last... 30, 30 primetime games or 30 so? 30 primetime games. Yeah. I don't know the exact number. It's something up there. But the last 30 primetime games, the Steelers won. So this is a huge game for the Ravens. 
Joe Flacco staying on this list for this week. If Joe Flacco could have a good game Sunday night and get us the W, my man Joe Flacco, I'll take you off this list. I promise you. I agree. I think Joe Flacco is the only guy or person or organization close to getting off that list. I think the field goal kickers, I think there was only five or six field goals missed compared to last week. So those guys, I That's think— That's not good, though. No, definitely not. But it's way but, better than what it was. Yes. Way better. So the field goal kickers are close to getting off. We're going to give them one more week. Derrick Henry, I don't even know if he plays football anymore. <laughs> John Gruden doesn't have a clue how to coach for, as Forn- of right now. Fournette's still Leonard injured. Fournette still hasn't played. LaShawn McCoy, where have you been? The Houston Texans still haven't got a win. And the Steelers, phew, still, you know, not, not as much drama over there. They got a win. I know Pat is pumped. If they trade Le'Veon Bell, would that get them off the list? Mm. No, I think they got to rattle off like three wins. That's how I take them and, off the and, list. And stay out of the media stop, for a week. Stop talking. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up for a week. All right, Do so me a favor. So we all agree we're not taking no one off this list. No one's off the list right now. All right. Can we add anybody to the list? That's what I'm getting to right now. Who do we want to add to this list? What do you got? Is this where you guys are talking? Because I already know where this is going. <laughs> and, I even, and I don't even I don't, know. I want this to be a common and collected conversation. Yes. This is just what a conversation. What do you got? What do you got? And we're going to ask you your opinion. If you say yes, we'll add them. If not, we won't. Well, you don't add it. it, it, it do you think that Dak Prescott should be on that list? Well, listen, I think not only Dak Prescott should be on the list, but I think the Cowboys should be on the list. I just, I got to. Stat that I want to read. What do you got? What do you got? This is him. This is Dak Prescott compared to Brock Osweiler their last 13 games. Passing yards. Dak Prescott, 2,396. Brock Osweiler, 2,326. Okay, passing touchdowns. Dak has 10. Brock Osweiler has 11. Interceptions. Dak has 11. Osweiler has 12. Those are basically the same exact numbers. Wait, and what? where's Brock Osweiler so right So now what is league? this stat though? Like why is he? Why are they comparing him to Brock Osweiler? Because they though? have the same numbers. And Brock Osweiler is a backup in Miami right now. Okay, well, but listen, they're just comparing listen, their I last think, thirteen games. And I think th- Dak should be on the list too. But Dak has eleven games of under two hundred yards passing in his last. There's other guys games. you could have compared him to. Whoever made that thing up. But well, that's, right, just, no that's just yeah, a yeah. thing we saw. That's okay. All that's right, okay. but anyway, do you think that's a Dak? Terrible Comparison, holy cow! You think so? Because they have the same numbers. It's it's the same. Yeah, there's a lot of other guys. I feel like that could have that. I have those numbers too. A couple weeks ago, if we would talk about this, right before the season starts, and we say, and we looked at Dak and Wentz's stats, they were they were relatively the same, right? Right, but Dak looks. I know. Okay, so now Wentz has one more game on the year. Wentz is back one more game. So, right, overall career stats. Last 13 games, I get it. Last 13 games, not good, obviously, because last season they I mean, were 9-7. He, and seven. He's, he's missing simple passes to Zeke, like five-yard passes way over his head, way behind him. You no. have to, Those are passes you have to make. Listen, we, we're going to put him on the list, and then we're going to put the Cowboys on the list. I vote so for I don't both. think we should so, – I mean, I guess you could put the Cowboys you want on the, the Cowboys? list for not running the ball. but Well, I, I, think just, I think as a team, I don't think they're calling the right plays. I don't think they made any moves in the offseason to get any talent – Look at Dak Prescott. There's a lot of there's a lot of media organizations right now that think that the Cowboys should move on from Dak Prescott. Yes, I agree. Chris Canty from NFL uh, or not NFL uh, ESPN Radio, he said that today. He that he thinks that if Dak doesn't have a good year this year, that they should move on from him next year. Which I I think that's that, that's going a little too far. I love Dak. I really do. I mm-hmm. think Dak's a great quarterback. 
but he just hasn't been performing like he was the first year when he came in the league. To me, it goes back to, again, we're putting it on one guy's shoulders. We're putting it on one guy's shoulders of why there hasn't been success. And I get it. You always put it on the quarterback. But look at Dak Prescott. Okay, just look at him, and then look at the uh, look at look at Mahomes. <clears throat> I'm just going to compare him to young quarterbacks right now. But let's compare him Hold to on. Tony Romo. Eleven games. No, because no, you can't compare him to Tony Romo. Tony Romo over his Do career. Do you think that Romo with this team would be doing better right now? Yes. No. No. Yes. I don't think so. Dak, listen. Thir- I don't think so. Thirteen games out of thirteen games, yeah. eleven of them he threw for under two hundred yards. You can't win games that way. Okay, that's, that's not that's not Rich, look at it. Good. Look at it. It's not him though. And this is what I'm trying to say. Listen, like look at Mahomes, look at Goff, look at Wentz, look at just those guys, right? The guys who are relatively coming out the same year he did. Look at the weapons that those guys have to deal with from the jump. From the jump. Yeah, but Dak has stuff that they don't. Like what? A better line. Maybe not this year as much, but okay, we're talking one, about 13 games. He has a he has a better line, a, a more dominant uh, running back. He has Todd Gurley. He, listen, he got, they got Todd Gurley over in the Rams. They got Kareem Hunt and the Chiefs. The Eagles don't run the ball, so they just, just rotate Dak guys right in and now out. Can't, don't look like he can complete it's not a pass. Dak. I just don't feel like. He, he, listen, I watch all the Cowboys games. I even watch all the stats right after. It's not him. The, he is a good court. Last year, NFL.com put out a stat of the mo, the best quarterback who has the tight ro, tight window throws. Dak Prescott was number one. Best quarterback to make tight window throws. Dak Prescott. So that I mean that you could take that however you want. But just look at those guys. Look at Goff. Look at Mahomes. Look at Wentz. Look at the weapons they got compared to the weapons Dak has ever had. But you not still to have mention to be just able this them, year. You still have to be able still be able to make the throw. He is making the throws though. The guy's good. You're just not giving the we're not giving the guy enough credit. He just has he literally has nobody out there. He's not making the throws, and he, he has is. people. He has people to he, throw he, to. He's not. He doesn't. He doesn't have anyone to throw to. His you passing, all, you you both know that, and we're putting him on the list. But I want to. We're taking a second to talk about this, and I want you to be realistic to think about it. Who is Michael Gallup? He's a rookie who's done nothing. Alan Hearns hasn't done anything in a year, coming off of an injury. No tight end. Zero tight end. Right? Zero tight end. Cole Beasley is a regular receiver. He's not even a top receiver. He's a regular guy to have. You need to have weapons. Mahomes has Hill. He had Sammy Watkins. He has Sammy Watkins. Travis Kelsey. He has Kareem Hunt. Goff. That's not all he's throwing to. He's throwing. Who? I mean, even on the touchdown pass, who was that guy? It, that that that's a one no name guy though, but he ha- still has Hill, Kelsey. I mean, Mahomes is making some crazy throws right he now. He is, but he is. Goff is but, making but, some but crazy look at it. throws. Look at the weapons you have around you. When you have those weapons, defense is key on those guys. Those are the guys that stick out. So every now and then, another guy is gonna is gonna emerge because everybody, all the other stars, you can't are killing say that it. just nobody's ever open on the Cowboys, and that's why Dak can't complete a pass. No, they are open. They are open. He does complete it, and he's missing the throws. Did you hear what Cole? Beasley said, Cole Beasley said this week, he said, listen, us wide receivers are getting open. You just have to throw it to us. And he, he said, said we're going to get open? No, he said that they're getting open, Yo, but they have to get the ball to him. It's BS, bro. It's BS. Watch the game. They, 
I cannot believe how much I hate seen this a mi- guy gets. I, I seen him miss some man. passes this week that everybody missed. I seen Kirk Cousins miss passes y- yesterday. Not I seen like Carson that. Wentz miss a ton not of passes. Not five yards behind your running back that's oh, two feet in man. front of you. All right, here's it's a- all good. We'll put him on the list. I it definitely should be on the list because of that he ain't performing. But I think it's way more than that. It's the pl- offensive play call. It's the defense looks great finally. Thank God. But it, there's nobody there. Name any other guy. There's weapons everywhere with all these other young guys who everybody says is great. We're not giving any of those guys. We're not saying any of those guys that that, that, that helps knowing those guys. That's what you're telling me? That all the weapons that those other guys that I just named, it doesn't make them better? The Rams got a great offensive line. The Eagles got a great offensive line. I. I the Chiefs' give you, offensive line is holding all game. I it's, could give you the good. argument that he has no one to throw the ball to if, like, he's throwing in the ball and they're, and they're dropping passes and or whatever. But, like, he's it's just more not, than that. You played the just game, can't bro. Make those you throws. played the game, bro. It's not about just dropping the passes. It's about, it's about running the route. It's about having the time. It's about everything. It's he's, so much more to it than putting NFL in on one guy. These are NFL receivers, though. What does that mean? They know how to run routes. That, that, no, it, that ain't true. This guy's dropped all the time. Look at Corey Coleman. Guy can't get a job. Doesn't know how to run a route. Doesn't know how to run a route. Yeah, no, but there's a ton of guys yeah, in the NFL who, but, who but, don't run routes. But Beasley and Allen Hearns, I mean, they've been in the NFL a while. They know what they're it doing. It ain't him. It ain't Dak. It, but it, we could say it's that, and it just always falls on him. But it's just hard. It, it, listen, I, I, I know. I don't think it always falls on him. When he was doing great his convers- rookie year, people were giving him no, praise. No, they didn't. And, and that they was gave, well deserved. That was Zeke. They gave it to Zeke. It was Zeke. No. He wouldn't be nothing without no, Zeke. That's not it's true. Zeke, it's Zeke. It's Zeke. It is. You, 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 you both said that on every other podcast. You said that his success is because of Zeke, and now, and now it, it, it's his. It, no one's ever gave the guy well, the Cowboys, any success. The Cowboys are, are, are making him throw. I don't, I'm not sure why, but they're not using Zeke, and you see it's hurting them. I agree. Totally but, agree. But here's the thing. If you want to be a good quarterback, what you say Dak is, he has to be able to kind of take over the game. It's a little bit. I'm not saying dominate. I'm not saying he just has to be able to do a little bit more than what he's doing. The first game, he had 168 passing yards. The second game, he had 160. And this, the, the pass game, he had 170. He has 498 passing yards all year. What, two touchdowns and two, what's two interceptions. His compl- what's, his, what's his attempts to completions? He has a 61% completing. He has 88 attempts on 55 catches. 88 throws and, uh, 55. Uh, and 55 catches? Yes. Okay. All right. Okay. It's a 61% uh, average. All right, because that's what you look at, right, in, in, in that case no. there. What do you mean, though? You got to look at what, how many catches there are, right? The guy's throwing it 88 times. There's only 55 catches. That's not good. That's not good. But but you have to look at it you're all. You're telling me. You, what? you have to look at how many touchdowns he threw, how many picks he threw, how many yards he has. Not so much yards, well, I guess. It, it is a stat. And, and completion. You need to look at, at everything when you're analyzing a quarterback. Oh, oh definitely. No, I totally agree. Totally agree because we went over this before. It's just it's just hard for us to to agree with you about Dak being a good quarterback when eleven out of thirteen games he throws running two hundred yards. Like trust me, you like Joe Flacco. I I I can admit he's not he's not a good quarterback. You know. All right, that's fine. I'm that's fine. Eleven games out of thirteen running two hundred yards. It's it. Who 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 else is that on? You you can't you can't blame the whole entire team and everything else. On all eleven games, you know what I mean. Like it's just, I'm just saying it's it's just kind of hard 
to, to, to say that he's a good quarterback when he's been p- performing the way he has. That's all I'm saying. I'm not Trust me, I like Dak, but just how he's been performing lately after his rookie year, it's just hard for me to see him being uh, a good quarterback. That's it. You know? That's fine. That's fine. I, all right. I, I think it's skewed, <laughs> but okay, it's fine. Let's get off of the Cowboys and Dak. Is there anyone yeah. else we want to add to the no respect list after this week? Oh, I'm trying to think of other guys I've seen out there that I just is like, oof, what is going on with this? I mean, I don't want to throw Gronk on the list, but Gronk hasn't been seen really. Where's he been? I don't know if he needs to be on the list yet, but I feel like he needs to make an appearance at some point. I don't know. How about where he's the Vikings been. defense? That's a good the one. Viking defense is another good one. I don't know where they've been. That they, they they that looks crazy over there too. You know who else we should throw on the list? Another guy who you guys love, Jimmy Garoppolo. Where's he? Yeah, he, but he can't he prove us. Tore an ACL. He, he tore his ACL. What did he do in the first three games? But, but I'm just saying, what did he do in the first three games? I bet you he did better guy, than that. The guy that you guys love, though. <laughs> the guy that you guys loved and couldn't do anything. No problem, no. No problem at all. So we're just going to add the Cowboys, the Vikings defense. Got to gotta include Dak on there. There he is. He's there. I just think he needs to be on there, man. That's fine. That's fine. I can't. Be- the thing is, I can't believe. I can't believe this. This is where I get stuck on it. Is that you? You, you guys. I feel not like playing you got, like a good quarterback. You guys you just know can't football. Admit that? Yeah. No, I would be able to. Admit Who did it Romo if it have, looked- to have to throw to besides Dez? Nobody. Witten. The same people. What do you mean? It was not the same people. It wasn't the same people. He had the same people in his rookie year, and that's why he did so good. He had the weapons around him to play. Look at the top quarterbacks in the NFL. They all have weapons. Do they not? I'm just saying. It's either yes or no. Listen, Just you, answer the question. If you're Is it the, yes or no? I just want to at least hear it, that It takes point. two people to make an offense look good, though. If Jared Goff couldn't get the ball to Cooks and Woods, we would be talking about how, how that offense has no wide receivers either. I mean, no. he's getting the ball of them in space. No. They're great wide receivers, yeah. But if he couldn't, he couldn't complete a throw. Then we wouldn't be talking about how dominate that no, but that offense have, would they be. They have a lot of weapons, so there's nobody. What we just talked about. There's nobody keying on anybody. The defense is is all. They don't know which guy's going to get the ball. There's so many weapons. I'm just saying. I don't think name, you could say that though. N- name a quarterback Goff in the isn't NFL making wide open throws. He 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 made a, a few like I think all. I think three of his uh, throwing touchdowns were like uh, dimes. No. Yeah, but no, yeah, and but those wide receivers were covered. You need to be a good quarterback to make those throws. Yeah, the wide receivers got to catch it, but you need to put it in that spot also. Yeah, but I I feel like Dak has made those throws. But he's not showing that. Yeah. You two, you two ain't watching the dang game anyway. A hundred. I watched the game this. The week, most Dak. yards he threw in a game this year is a hundred and seventy. I could throw that. You can't <laughs> throw ten yards. I would be able to hit with nobody yard covering out. nobody. You couldn't throw ten yards. And I know it's not only me because I'm I was talking to a yes. Cowboys fan at my work, and he was like, "Yeah, listen, we messed up. We got rid of Tony Romo. No, we didn't too mess soon. up. He's got everybody's quick, man. Everybody's quick to throw and everybody under the bus." I was like, "Wow, I finally found a Cowboys fan that's like reasonable." No, you just said, found the Cowboys fan who said what you wanted to hear is what you said. I'm just, that just the answer rest my of the question. world is saying. No, it's not. The rest of the world doesn't know anything. <laughs> Listen to what I'm saying for one second. I love. I wish it. you I would just. It. I wish you guys would just answer a question that I ask. Okay. Name one quarterback that doesn't have any weapons Tom that is Brady. successful. Okay, he's the greatest quarterback. Okay, but name another one. Sam Darnold is doing pretty good this year. 
I mean, not excellent, <laughs> but he's doing a lot better Come than Dak on. is. Come on, he's doing he's doing better than him in what three games? He he's he's only yeah, in his he's only in his year. career three games. So if you want to compare compare him, me. compare his first compare his first year no, to, to Dak's first year. No, why do we have to year. do that? Because that's the only way where the numbers match. Blake Bortles, is every, yo, you guys. Blake Bortles is yeah, doing even Blake Bortles. Blake Bortles is doing better this year. With not, he doesn't have a, a, a an elite wide receiver. Well, there. Say, how about Mariota? I didn't say elite. How about I said Marcus weapons. Mariota? You can't go there. He's this not doing year. anything. He's, he's been injured. He's not doing anything, Marcus Mariota. They're yeah. two and one. Their record is okay, but the, he's well, but, not doing anything. I think Andrew Luck's been doing better than Dak this year, and they don't. They, Ty yeah. Hilton's the only receiver over there. Oh my! We gosh. could keep going. Go ahead, because you haven't made one yet. What do you I just mean? named three. Oh my god! All right, okay, whatever, <laughs> whatever. Let's move on. This, this is stupid. It's stupid. It's stupid. What about Alex Smith? With the uh, Washington, Jordan Reed. I think that's the only target I mean, no over there. No super weapons, though. No. What, what the, about Russell Wilson? What's the, st- what's the stats? He's just throwing guys at me with no stats. Russell Wilson's been doing decent this year. Okay. All right. You proved me wrong. Definitely. Got it. <laughs> cool. All right. What so any, any, uh, you, you, you said something about you want to talk about Teddy Atlas, right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Teddy Atlas on the Joe Rogan sh- show says this, uh, that Mike Tyson, he used to be one of Mike Tyson's trainers at one point in his career. He said he met Mike Tyson. He's 12 years old. Mike Tyson was 190 pounds shredded at 12 years old. I can't even imagine a 12-year-old shredded at 190 pounds. It's the scariest sight I've ever even thought about in my life. He, and he said that he wasn't sure of what Tyson's stats uh, record was, um, however many wins to losses he has, but he said he would consider Tyson 0-5 is what he said. That's what he would consider Tyson because though Tyson has never won after once he got once he had his one major loss, he was never able to come back from it. He said that's how you tell who a true boxer is from just a guy who could just smash people. You know what I'm saying? Who maybe I don't know. I, I don't want to assume what he was saying, but I'm just going to say that I'm just going to repeating what he said in not in full context is that say Tyson was 50 and six. Fifty and three, whatever the heck his record is, he, that he's really that he's really zero and five because he hasn't re- he didn't really no resiliency is what I was reading into that. It was just a crazy comment to make, but a comment to think about at least from my opinion to 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 hear a guy that I regard as a really knowledgeable guy in boxing, and you know when you think about Mike Tyson, you think about him as one of the most dominant um, quarterbacks in the NFL. And I mean quarterbacks in the NFL, dominant boxers in in the game, and to think about that he really didn't have many, you know, wins after he took a big L. It's pretty crazy. Pretty crazy. I uh, I I actually thought that that was the best interview I've ever heard. It was um, good, and I'm a huge Mike Tyson fan. I th- mm. I I think that he's the greatest of all time. But listening to to that interview, he did sway my opinion. A little bit. I think that everything he said you have to take with a grain of salt because him and Tyson had a really bad falling out and they really don't like each other. Mm-hmm. Um, but he made a lot of sense, you know? Yeah, I don't think he was bad-mouthing Tyson. I just think, like you said, I think it made a lot of sense. Like, well, okay, you know, well, he, he brought up that he's not yeah. a good person and when you're not a good mm-hmm. person, 
Mm-hmm. What he was saying is that when you rape somebody, you usually don't feel like a big man. And when it comes down to it in those dire situations in the ring, that's the way that he really felt about himself. And that's mm-hmm. why he lost those fights. Yeah. yeah. He said he had the greatest athletic ability of all time. But whenever he had to face something, whenever someone stood up to him, he crumbled. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, it's kind of true. It, yeah, I know. I know. That's it was wild. I never thought about it until he said it. It was really eye opening to to hear him say that and think about how dominant of a person and of boxer Mike Tyson was. Pretty crazy. But Joe Rogan, great interview, Teddy Atlas. I, I love you too, man. I he think said, you're great. You know what you're doing. He said when he signed him up for his first fight, he put down hundred and ninety pounds, twelve years old, and the guy looked at him like, Come on, Teddy. Yeah. What are you trying to do here? I know you're lying, and he was like, if it makes you feel better, I'll just say that he's 17. Yeah, and that's what he did. He was a 12-year-old Mike Tyson fought a 17-year-old and smacked him up. That's how Mike Tyson rolls. Get it, Mike Tyson. What do we got, Rich? What's next? You guys want to make some uh, fantasy guys who we think are going to do good, quarterback, running back? I got a question for you guys about fantasy, if we could start off with that. Start off with your question. In one of my leagues, I have Russell Wilson, Ryan Fitzpatrick, and Baker Mayfield, who do I start this week? Russell Wilson, Ryan Fitzpatrick, and Baker Mayfield. I'm gonna say Fitzpatrick. Yeah, I'm gonna say Fitzpatrick too. You just can't. You you have if, if the Bucks. Are, we even get to that. Are you, are we 100 percent sure the Bucks are gonna go with Fitzpatrick? Nope. I don't think so. Yeah, but I think th- I, I they mean, have to, right? It's not 100, but I'm pretty sure they are. Three games of 400 yeah, yards yeah. passing. Yeah, that's he, the first he, time he, that's he, ever been done. You gotta play the guy. You gotta play the guy. Keep playing him. Fitzpatrick's got to be played. So if the Bucks yeah. roll with him, you have to roll with him yeah. in fantasy. You I like Fitzpatrick there, and then I like Baker, and then I like Russell Wilson. And no disrespect to Russell Wilson, I just think Baker Mayfield's going to sling it again. They're going to let him have it. They're going to let him do his thing out I there. I picked him up off waivers this week. Yeah. I'm going to play him in one league, too. And in my two-quarterback league, I'm going to play Rivers, and I'm going to play Baker Mayfield. Shout-out to Ants League. Man, I had a good night last night. Thielen killed it. Woods killed it. I appreciate you trading me, Woods. I can only do good things for me. I need all those guys. I can only hoard so many wide receivers. Yeah, like yeah. Woods is sitting on my bench with 40 points, and then I want to kill myself right. the next morning. So yeah, no, I, I might as well give him a lineup for 40. I need that. I need that. I need to win that league. Ants League, all those guys, you should be listening to this podcast, man. Learn how to trade a guy or two, <laughs> man. Got a guy in the league who's got three tight ends. Come on, bro. What's going on with the three tight ends? Drop one, trade one. Let's talk about it. What do you want to do? Do something. Man, come on, bro. Come on. I got love for all you guys, but come on now. We can't just be hoarding three tight ends, and then there's no tight ends. There's no one to pick off the waivers. Yeah, what are you going to do? That waiver is dry. Nuts. Yeah. Nuts, man. It's so crazy. I, I think instead we've been doing like sit and start type things. Uh-huh. I think we should just pick players who we think going to have a good fantasy week, okay. no matter who they are. Okay. So what you got you got a couple guys rattle them off. We'll yeah. these guys I think my here. quarterbacks this week yeah. that are going to have a good week are going to be it's going to be Watson yeah. against Indianapolis. I think Stafford is going to have a good game against the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. And I think Eli is going to have a good game against the, the, the Saints. I just think that secondary, that defense hasn't been looking good for the Saints. Mm-hmm. And I think it's going to be a, a shootout once again. Yeah. Um, Who would you say is going to be good against the Cowboys? Watson and then uh, Matthew Stafford. Deshaun Watson. Deshaun oh. Watson against Deshaun. the Colts. The Colts, okay. And Matthew Stafford against the Cowboys. Against Stafford and then Eli okay. Manning against the Saints. 
Okay. okay. Running backs this week, I think Lamar Miller is going to have a good week against the, the Colts. That is the Colts' okay. defense is horrible. Yeah. I think Kenyon Drake's going to have a good a good week. The The Patriots have no mm-hmm. linebackers that could cover. Okay. So if the Dolphins could figure out how to get Drake the ball, mm-hmm. I, guess I, I, I see him having a great game. Okay. Kamara, until someone could stop him, mm-hmm. he's going to be the best running back. Every week yeah. in fantasy. Yeah, he's tough to do. It's that unbelievable. whole offense is just the Michael Thomas Camara show. Oh, yes, it. it's unreal. Yeah. And then I'm going with Chris Carson from Seattle. I think he's going to have a big game against Arizona. I just mm-hmm. think Arizona is just going to be so bad this week. I don't I don't have no confidence in Josh Rosen. So I just think Seattle is going to be dominating all game and just kind of feed him the ball to run out the clock type thing. Right. So he's going to get a lot of garbage points. Wide receivers this week, I got Mike Evans. I got OBJ. I got Kenny Galladay. And the wide receiver from the Green Bay Packers, Allison. I think all four Geronimo of them. Allison, yes, yeah. I think those are going to be good wide receivers this week. Okay, I like it. I like that. I think um, I think Keaton Allen reemerges as long as he plays. I know he's a little banged up right now, but I think him and Phillip Rivers start to get that connection going, and they get him started. I think LaShawn McCoy comes off the, the injury and really starts running. I think Buffalo, still, they still are not good, but I think – um, Jared Allen gives them a little boost, and I think McCoy gets running a little bit for them. I really like him this week. I like Sterling Shepard this week, getting a little love over there. Um, the Giants are playing who again? The Saints. The Saints. I think that's, that's going to be like a shootout yeah. over there again. And I think um, a lot of attention is going to be on OBJ, and I think um, Sterling Shepard gets um, those looks. You know, he gets that second guy on him as well. Um, I'm hoping, I'm hoping. Deion Lewis has a good game. I think he, against Philly's defense, gets those short passes um, and gets the running. And uh, this is what I say. I think the I think the Cleveland Browns defense has like three picks, three sacks this week. I think I really like them. I like the Bears defense again. Um, and there was and I, and and I think Tom Brady starts to get hot fire and uh, he starts playing like Tom Brady again. Can I give myself a little credit real yeah, quick? Yeah. I think it was the second episode of Respect to Fantasy that we did. Mm-hmm. And we were just going over. It was right when the Khalil Mack trade went through. And I said, I said, the Chicago Bears Chicago. defense. Chicago Bears defense Chicago Bears. this year in fantasy is going to be good. Mm-hmm. And they've been all year. So I just want to give myself a little shout out. That's good. You made that yeah. prediction before Khalil Mack went there? No, right when he signed. Oh, okay. I okay. said with him signing there, okay, they were going to yeah. be a really good defense. Okay. Very and nice. Cleveland, I like Very that pick. Nice. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Frank, you got a couple players? Yeah, I mean, you guys pretty much said it, but I'll just add a couple on here. Uh-huh. I think Carlos Hyde will have a good game against the Raiders defense. Yeah, I agree. Who couldn't stop me if I put on a uh, yep. a helmet? Definitely. <laughs> um, I think Aguilar has a bounce back week. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, now that Wentz is back over there. And, I mean, that's pretty much it. I, I You got to put Landry on that list because he's Baker's favorite target. So that boy's going to go off this yeah. week. Yeah. You know I th- who I think's in it? Who, uh, N- Nojoku. No, you guys were Njoku, you, you yeah, guys yeah, were yeah. about him in the yeah. beginning, and I said there's too many targets over there, blah, blah, blah. Right. Now Josh Gordon's gone. Des Bryant didn't go there what I thought he was going to. Mm-hmm. I think Najoku's actually he's gonna be on the upwards. I think Baker Mayfield's gonna like throwing to him. During the preseason, Najoku had like four touchdowns. Baker Baker goes to him a lot. So 
Don't be surprised if if his stock goes up in in, in a few games. Yeah. No joke. Yeah. So just I keep an eye I on so. him. I think Jimmy Graham makes a re reemergence. Re he comes back out of retirement or whatever he's in right now. Um and starts to get going. I think Aaron Rodgers needs to really use him. And Aaron Jones, another guy who hasn't really coming off uh, suspension for the Packers too. I think he gets the running run game going. Give him some love over there. They have to just strictly give him the ball though. Yeah, Let I him agree. see what he could do. Give feed him the ball. Give him the workload yes. and see what happens. Yes, yes. What, yes. A, what about Buck Allen? He's your guy over there. In well, Baltimore, Alex Collins the main guy, but Buck Allen's a great change of pace run, uh, running back. He he catches the ball great out of the backfield. Great runner as well. I think the I stats think weren't great over there. It was just like really like red zone touches that pretty he much got. yeah yeah because yeah. he didn't have any touchdown machine. No. There, was, there was no receiving yards. There was no rushing yards. It was just like a two yard catch and a touchdown, a two yard run and a touchdown. Something crazy. He was just right. getting in the end zone there. You guys want to do the bold predictions for the yeah. week, and yeah, then we'll wrap it up. Yeah, bold predictions. Then Shout we'll out to Mike up. too. You you predicted uh, three sacks from JJ Watt. J- oh, you got yeah, it, JJ Watt. Baby. That was a hell Love of a bold guy. prediction. Love that guy, man. Love JJ Watt. Um, the Ridley, we got the Ridley one out of you, right, Frank? Bold yep. prediction. Rich, any any bold predictions that popped off? No, mine. No, mine were crap last week. Right. I said uh, Allen Robinson was gonna have a big weekend. Hopkins and they both dang did nothing. Dang. So I don't. I, who I, you guys going with this week? was Tom Brady, right? It was like 400 yards. And yeah. Fr- that what do you throw for 186? That something? didn't happen either. I don't. Frank, do you remember your second one? Uh, yeah. What is that? What was that? I think it was. Uh, yeah, I remember it, but I don't. Okay, that's fine. If that makes sense to you. Bold predictions, Frank. Yeah, Rich, you got any? Who wants to start it off? Bold predictions. Bold predictions. I got. Right. I got mine. Go ahead. Uh, my first one is uh, Lashawn McCoy. Hundred yards and a touchdown. That's a bold prediction, right? Guy hasn't yeah, done because he hasn't yet. done nothing yet. I think he gets off. He gets going. Hundred yards and a tu- and a touchdown. And <laughs> oh boy, I think Come I think on. I think my man Dak Prescott throws, throws for, for over two hundred. Throws for two hundred. Nice. Now that's a bold prediction. Two hundred <laughs> and two touchdowns, and the I, Cowboys beat. I can the see Lions. that happening against the Lions. Yeah, two hundred, right, two touchdowns, right. and he gets a win. Still doesn't mean we take him off the list. But he gets a win, and uh, that's more, that's what I got. Frank, you want me to go? Yeah. All right. This week I'm gonna go with. I think uh, going back to Nojoku, mm-hmm. I think he's gonna have five receptions, a hundred yeah. yards, and a touchdown. Okay. Wow. So that's twenty points in fantasy. Okay. Then I'm gonna go with. I think Barkley's gonna have a big game. Okay. I'm gonna say. I'm going to say he has over 200 all-purpose yards. What about that? Very. Wow. That's a, All right. Barkley, 200 all-purpose yards. And uh, Ninjoku, what was it again? I five catches, 100 yards, a touchdown. All right. What do you got, Frank? Bold prediction. I got King Crab, Michael Crabtree. There we go. Where's Two touchdowns, 100 yards. Nice. I hope so. Let's go, I King like Crab. That. I like that. King Crab makes a reemergence. And I got um, Ward from the Browns. Two okay. picks. Ward the corner, the rookie, two picks yeah. against Derek Carr. He's been really well. Okay. I like it, man. I like I it. I like it. it. Here we go. Respect the chat. Podcast episode 25. Shout out also really quick to my man. Um, What's my man's name? No, oh, I got a shout out too. Okay. I got yeah, a shout yeah. out too. Yeah, y- 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 y'all get the shout outs. I want to give my boy some love here. Who's this? CC Sebastia. Okay. Quick shout out to CC. 
Um, during during the game the other day, right, one of the Yankees batters got hit, almost hit by a pitch that was high, right? right? So CC came in the next inning and hit one of the batters and was ejected. When he was ejected, he automatically lost $500,000 because he needed to pitch seven innings that game. To be eligible to, <laughs> to get be that eligible money. to make the money, <laughs> and he did it anyway. Yeah, he knew he had that money coming. He said, "And that takes a cares? big man. Who cares to stick up for your teammate like shout that?" Shout out to CC, Rich. You got to shout that out. Definitely sends a message, and I'm happy for him. Also, Yankees definitely pay him the 500 anyway, right? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent, hundred percent. I don't really know how this stuff works on social media, right? But in the last two weeks, Merrill Hodge. Shout out to Merrill Hodge. He liked multiple pictures on my Instagram page. Yeah. So I just want to give a shout out to him. I'm hoping it's really you. I'm hoping you're we're recognizing. Hoping you're listening too. Yeah. I'm hoping you're recognizing respect to chat. You liked one of the respect to chat pictures. I'm hoping I sent you a message, a private message saying to listen <laughs> to us and we would love to have you on the show. So if you're listening to the show, hit me back on the messenger. Yes. We'll try to get you on the show. But yes. I just want to, I don't know how that works. Like, if one of his if like one of his social media guys take care of his account, give yourself some credit here. So I'm gonna yeah, I just want to give Come him a little Merrill quick Hodge. shout out. I, we, I think I think it's pretty cool. We appreciate so. that, Merrill Hodge. And shout out my boy Ted. Ted sent me the logo for the front of the shirt. Nice. So we got the logo for the front. We got the logo for the back. We just gotta go let the guy know, and then we got those respect the chat shirts in the oh. near future. Let's just say near future. All right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Three average guys trying to make a living, trying to get out of the red. Um, so make sure you check us out on yes. iTunes, Stitcher. Yes. Check out our new YouTube channel. Come on. Our boy Frankie's posting wonderful videos. Yes. So if you want to see what goes down, you know, a little clip of us. Give it a check us out on YouTube. Give it a subscribe. Just, uh, yep. Sub uh, subscribe on yes. iTunes, yes. Stitcher, and YouTube. If you su subscribe to us, you guys will get the alert whenever we post something new. Yes. And you could keep up with us. So definitely check us out. All you got to do is look us up, respect the chat, R-E-S-P-E-C-K-D-A-C-H-A-T. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And shout out to Ant. Ant, we miss you again, too. Ant, the everything man. Shout out to Ant on his YouTube channel, T-E-M, Them, right? Tem? Tem? What does Ant go by? Tem, right? The everything man? The everything man on YouTube. The everything man on YouTube. Check him out, man. We're, we're definitely giving him a shout out. Rich, what you got? I got one more. Yes. You can also check us out. On Elite Sports New York. Yes, Elite Shout Sports NY.com. Hooking us up with that. Rob so, Sabo, appreciate it, brother. Respect the chat. Episode 25, the Sean McCoy episode. Peace.